What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. out the tumors and worms you cut them out you kind of cut around them yeah that's nasty it is i mean food yeah, there's a lot of things you don't want to know about what's going on in the kitchen that's why the back of the house is the, is back, the back of the house yeah <clears throat> nobody wants to see what that. do you think about an open kitchen that's there, still not really i mean you're not seeing the prep you're not the prep and all the the scary stuff is still happening in the back but you're just bringing out your shiny little metal bowls you know for the spinning them and drizzling and right salting and peppering yeah like a Sazerac where I worked, that was a big open kitchen, mm-hmm. just on stage, and people would sit up at the counter. And I think, uh, sensibly, they wanted to interact with the chef, right? Or a cook, or, you know, whatever you are, and they want to kind of see your, your what you're doing. I'm, I'm a saute. Like, I had no fucking time to talk to these people, you know? And I felt bad, but it's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I've got 17 saute pans, you know? I'm like, you know, finishing things in the oven, I'm like running around, like, you know, and we're shouting at each other, like, different ticket times and things, and, you know... Picking up this and firing that, and it's like, I don't have time to talk to Steve about, you know, saute about. Yeah, what is miniere? You know, like, I'm not doing it. No, so. <clears throat> but then you decided to go into bartending, where that's exactly what you have to do. I mean, I guess there's less, there's less prep, well, and there's less. To be fair, I got when I got out of the kitchens, I went into architecture. Like I was it's true. I got into the office, you know. Mm-hmm. And you should have stayed there, huh? Should have. Well. <laughs> I get, no, I guess not. The big crash in 09 or 08 yeah. when the crane stopped moving in Seattle and rich people stopped remodeling their bathrooms. And that's right. when I called you and said, Hey, you remember that time I helped you out <clears throat> most times in the kitchen? And I need a job. I need a job. I yeah. need a real job. Job. Those squirrels are loud. That's why we we're talking about rats because the squirrels out there, they eat rats apparently. Yeah. In the city. I don't know about country rats or country squirrels, but in the cities they do. Oh. But I don't have a rat problem. No, you got a squirrel problem. <laughs> it's a much nicer problem to have, I think. Um, so I wanted to ask you about, we'll do a little, you know, mini review on today's lunch. Okay. Uh, which I I rather enjoyed, but it there was were good. some... Lebanese? Is that what we Lebanese. Were? So we, we went to Spread Kitchen here in Sonoma. It's a Lebanese restaurant that used to be a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Um, Before that, it was a really horrible hamburger restaurant. That's right. I forgot made about up that bullshit ketchup. Yes, <laughs> go back to season one. <laughs> <laughs> made up bullshit ketchup. Um, so I got the veggie shawarma paneer wrap, and you got a beef wrap. Mm-hmm. That was you enjoyed yours. It was good. Yeah, it was it was very good. I like. I mean, it's it's just a euro, right? I mean, it's like kind of like Mexican food. You go and you get the taco, and if you know you want to fold it a different way and call it a burrito, you can. Right. But, I mean, I've had a euro before. My first euro a couple of years ago, I guess, at the at that, what's that called? The World Flag Place or something in Napa? Small World? Small World, yeah. That was your first euro? Yeah. It was, Ever? Yeah, it was great. It's just not on my radar. It's just, you don't yeah. see them around. There's no yeah. euro places in my life. I don't know. That's euro, cool. pita, wrap. It's yeah, different... pita pit in you know, Eugene. I'd go always get the uh, the chicken Caesar pita. It's good. It is. It was. Is pita pit still a thing? Yeah, know. yeah, good for them. Yeah, it's still a thing. 
I used to enjoy that place. Do they have gyros? Do they have gyro meat and things? They did yeah, that. They, they did, did all that. They did I mean, all they that. Like, oh, I just yeah. never... Yeah. Um, yeah, you didn't... There was a little too much onions for you? Well, I just... They weren't listed as an ingredient. Like, I was going to get the... I like lamb. I'm a huge fan, fan of lamb. And so the lamb one said onions. So I was like, okay, well, I'll get the beef one because it doesn't say onions. And then there's onions anyway. So it's like, fuck me, right? I mean, I don't know what to do. And baba ganoush is not your favorite. No, that wasn't... Sorry, everybody. You know, eggplant is such a weird thing anyway. I've never really, I've never enjoyed an aubergine. <laughs> or a melanzani? No. No? We would, uh, for Italian places, we would uh, put it, you know, grill it, put it on the antipasto, and it's just slimy. Or cover it with red sauce and mozzarella cheese, and then it sure, tastes like it. red sauce and mozzarella cheese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, mine was great. I enjoyed the hummus. I thought everything hummus was, was delicious. What um, was that red sauce? The uh... it's she pronounced it different. I'm gonna I'm gonna mispronounce it. Muhamara, Muhamara, Muhamara. Muhamara. That's made that with walnuts, good. red peppers, uh, pomegranates. Mm. I've made it before. It's yeah. really good. Yeah, it was. It's tasty. really really good. I like the flavors in there. Um, but the baba ganoush was just kind of like a weird, slimy kind of. That's eggplant, and it didn't have any flavor. Like they could have put salt on it. You know, like I don't know, just. And I feel like a friend of mine actually uh, suggested this recipe. That's why I suggested it because she loves it. She goes there all the time. And, mm. Yes, I don't know. I I enjoyed it. Now the other thing that I was talking about before we went there was Nicole, the dolmas. What Nicole's okay. She, Give her a shout out. She likes the podcast. Nicole, yeah. She's thank you for the suggestion. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Um, so they didn't have dolmas on the rest on the on the menu, but I found them in the cold fridge. Oh, um, they don't say dolmas on them. It just they says, say grape leaves, right? So I don't know if there's a difference. Well, because I also think that those are filled with couscous, and I think donuts are filled with rice and mint and... Maybe that's the difference? I think, yeah. And they're fatter. I don't know. But I was wondering why, if a dolma is a grape leaf wrapped rice, Mm -hmm. why we don't here in wine country utilize all of our grape leaves that way. I feel like there's an untapped market here to take the grape leaves, soak them in whatever... Right. And make snacks out of them and sell them back to people. Well, I feel like the the money that we make from the grapes is from the grapes themselves, right? Cause yes. For the wine. Now, in order for the wine to be made by the grapes, they need the chlorophyll to happen. Like they they need their leaves. So right. You can't take their leaves away from them until like the last minute, right? Right. And so now you're you're threatening the safety of the grapes by going in, and you're gonna how are you gonna get the grapes without messing with the leaves? It's a good question. I mean, it depends on when you harvest, but yeah. couldn't you harvest the leaves at the same time you harvest the grapes? Because you only get one they, yield a year. They do. They pick most of it out, but I think some of it just goes into the machine and gets pressed anyway. The stems and the leaves and stuff. I feel like the leaves could be removed. Like maybe we could get the leaves for free and then we could start a Dolmas company here. Yeah. I don't know. And we just, I, mean, I got a rice cooker. We'll get some leaves. I'll get a uh, jug of vinegar. I don't think you're going to get let anyone get... You can't get near their grapes. Like They're going to be like, no, get the hell out of here. Like Get away from my grapes. Because the grapes are where the money at. And the, yeah, the they grapes don't want need you to mess with that. And I don't know if the plant still needs the leaves after they harvest the grapes. Because you don't... Like, after harvest, you don't see just barren twigs out there. They still have their leaves on them. The plant probably still needs their leaves, don't they? No, the, I, I have vines right out here. They all die at, mm. by the winter, by fall. Or whenever harvest is, they all die. There's nothing out there. They're just, hmm. I mean, obviously the vine is still alive on some level, but right. there's no leaves. Hmm. 
So at, there's got to be a certain point at which the grapes are taken off to make wine and the leaves are what? They're available. I don't know. Have a conversation. Go, go, you know, go knock on some doors. Kiss some babies or whatever. Shake some hands. I just feel like I could make some like Sonomas. Oh my God. <laughs> Doma Sonoma? Sonoma Doma? Yeah. Would you go? You would go. I mean, I, I, I never liked Domas. Catherine always ate them when we'd go out, but mm-hmm. to the, to the you wouldn't eat them. Indian restaurant. You wouldn't come to my Doma shop. I mean, if it was your Doma shop, I would come and see you and, you know, hang out and, you know, try other things. Are you just going to have Domas? Is that, is that it? I would have varying kinds. I would, I would be a twist. It would be a fun spin on the Domas. Fun spin on the Domas. <laughs> you know how everybody loves a fun spin. Yeah, like purple ketchup. A new that, twist. That, that's yes. so wonderful yes. for everyone. You could film all kinds of stuff. We could do savory Domas. We could do sweet ones with, like, dates. Um, well, they make those sweet pickles. So, yeah, you could have that, you know... Right? What would you fill a sweet doma with? You could do rice and dates. So you could still do rice, like rice, rice. pudding. Okay. With dates. Dates. Um, Is there anything else that's chewy and delicious? Dried fruit of some kind? I don't know. Craisins? Um, dates, dates and raisins. Apricots. Put some nuts in there, maybe. Mm. I know you don't like nuts with your sweets, but... it's That's... The... That's a complicated slippery slope. I don't like I don't like it when they ruin brownies with nuts and cakes and things. And you think it's ruining it by putting a walnut yeah. in a brownie. You know what's really better than pecan pie? What? Shoe fly pie. What's shoe fly? It's just pecan pie without the pecans. Just sugar pie? Yeah, it's just That's... Like thick molasses. Yeah. Just sugar burnt sugar roasted sugar on a crust. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Shoe fly pie and apple pan dowdy makes my eyes light up and my tummy say howdy. What is that? Shoe fly pie and apple pan dowdy never get enough of that wonderful stuff. Cha cha cha. You know that, 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 that little commercial? Song? That little ditty? No, I but, don't. No? No, I've never heard this before. Never get enough of that wonderful stuff. You ever heard that little? Never get enough of this one. I feel like that's the Duff beer song. No, I don't know. It's just an old, you know, it's okay. one of those old ditties that you hear, you know. Shoe fly pie song. Yeah. Huh. No, I've never, but, you know. I'm a very old man, John. <laughs> it's getting more and more apparent. Shoe fly pie. Let's just look this up and see what comes up. Googling. Googling now. Hey, Phil. Uh oh, commercial. Commercial. No, we're not going to listen to that. Thank you. We're not going to listen to this either. I can't watch YouTube anymore either. I can't watch anything. They've taken it all away from us. They really have. Hang on. Oh, God. There it is. Yeah? How long is this version? Three minutes. Oh, Dinah Shore. You like Dinah Shore. It's a really short song. <laughs> it really isn't. I it's mean, already, it's three minutes. It's already longer than it should be. Yes, there's, that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's a real. You thought I made that song up? <laughs> I didn't know. I thought, may, yeah, maybe. I thought maybe it was something from your childhood. I didn't know. Um, well, yeah, 
So, um, I don't know. You could put nuts and craisins in there. Nutty, a walnut raisin mm. dolma. With yeah, I mean, some my mom makes burmas, which is uh, balsamic vinegar. Ago, you roll it up and scrunch it down, and it's filled with crushed uh, walnuts. What's it called? Uh, Burma. Burma. You're not going to find that in your Google machine. I think she might have made that up. Sorry, Mom. I don't know where Does she... Does she have a recipe? Yeah. S- tell her to send it. Yeah. I think it's like written on an index card. Hmm. But she, she, she taught uh, Devin how to make it when we went up for uh, Christmas. And what is Burma again? Feel it dough. Uh-huh. You roll it up. You make a big X in butter. You fold it in half. And you put in some crushed uh, walnuts and cinnamon and nutmeg and baking spices, you know, a little bit of sugar. Mm. And you roll it up. You put more butter on it. And you roll it up on a, a wooden spoon. And you scrunch it down so it's like a little... Scrunchy. Hmm. It looks kind of like a little donut. And you put it in a pan, and you bake it, and you uh, you cover it. You mix, I think it's 50-50 honey and lemon juice. Okay. And you cook that down. It's nice and thick. And you pour that over the top of it, and you bake it all together. And it's That sounds delicious. They're awesome. Has Devin made any yet? We have not, no. Oh. Well, let me know when you do. Will do. I'd like to try some. Feel it does a pan in the neck. Can't you just buy it already folded or whatever? Well, yeah, I'm not uh, gonna. Yeah, I'm not trying to make feel like that <laughs> ever. But you have you you get it like frozen or refrigerated, and you got to keep it cold until you're you have to use ready. it like that yeah. day because it dries out like I'm. I've watched the uh, Great British Baking Show. Like you, the temperature is kind of crucial. Yeah, all of that stuff. Timing. So I like that show. Speaking of trying something, and I don't have it set up. It won't oh, take I me long. Surprise too. Oh, you forgot it again? Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Buddy. Save it. So there's this thing going around on TikTok, oh, and I wanted to try. <laughs> and so basically what they're saying is they make a healthy version of Coke, which is just any... Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Yeah, not cocaine. Okay. It's not a healthy cocaine. I think that's... I don't know what that is. Coffee? Rana Root. Rana Root. Yes, exactly. Do a line of exactly. Root. <laughs> um, so it's take any sparkling water... Okay. And then pour balsamic vinegar Gross. on top of it. No. It's like a shrub, right? You've done shrubs before in the sure, bar. but no. Nobody wants to drink vinegar and Will you so try on. some with me? No. You won't. Did you put any sugar or anything else in it? No. It's just vinegar and water. Yeah. And people think that this is Coca-Cola. Because it's brown like Coca-Cola, they think it's going to taste like Coca-Cola. What are you, seven years old? Come on. I, I mean, I, I'm... Just try it with me. That's a lemon soda water, too. Right. It's, they said any sparkling water. I don't think they mean any flavored sparkling water. That's what it said. I mean, the, this is all I have. It's fine. We have soda waters in these. Okay. But they're already kind of flat. This one's cold and fresh. Is this just any excuse to get me to, to consume something disgusting? Like, is this, What if it's not disgusting? How could it not be disgusting, Jonathan? That's awful. Stop, stop, stop. God damn. It looks like Coke. put a lot of vinegar in there. Of course it looks like Coke. That's It's going to taste like Coke. You can shit in there and it's going to look like Coke. And now I have to drink this. You just have to have a small sip. A taste. A sample. It's organic, even. Organic balsamic. Did you want me to get the 20-year balsamic vinegar from up on the top shelf? It'd be nice, yeah. (laughs) You poison You're gonna. You usually want to smell it straight. Ah, to make sure it's actually vinegar. Oh, instead of what did you think I put something weird? I don't know in if there? you had like Coke cola syrup and you're just like trying fish to sauce trick me. or something. Oh, like if you like went and bought like Coke syrup, like you know, like you empty mm. a bib from the back. Oh, of the thing. and then you would taste it and be like, oh my god, this. Oh tastes my just god, like it's just like Coke. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not falling for any of that. Got it. 
shenanigans. Understood. Because <clears throat> I smell it on initial nose, it's probably just the uh, the lemoncello lacroix that I'm smelling. Is there a skin on that? No, there's no skin. You're not going to blow skin off the that. skin. Ugh. It's not pudding. It's not pudding. It's off pudding. <laughs> it's stupid. That doesn't taste like anything. Doesn't taste like anything? No. I mean, again, you're just smelling the lacroix, but. Maybe it needs more vinegar. Put a little more vinegar in there. Right? It needs more. It wasn't enough. So gross. Oh my god. You're not going to have any vinegar left for your salads or whatever you eat that way. I put it on the salads. Anything else? No. Oh god, now it smells like vinegar. <laughs> Fuck. Is that better or worse? <laughs> Wait, is that better oh, or worse? Oh god, that's disgusting. I'm sorry I spit in your sink. Okay. That's horrible. It's really not. It is. It is. It's not that disgusting. Trust me, it is. You eat a lot of weird shit, man. You sit here and eat, like, sardines and pickled herrings. And... I have some herring up here. Do you want some? No. Dip it in your weird Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's not bad. It is bad. It is bad. Don't serve that to anyone. <laughs> Never ask anyone to drink that again. I shouldn't put that out on the table? No. <laughs> That's not a Christmas drink. <laughs> You don't want that Secret in the punch failure. bowl? No, your little family recipe. I mean, it's it, there's a little bit of sweetness because balsamic vinegar is a little sweet. No. I don't... I mean, I, I'm i never having it again. Well, if you do have a chance balsamic vinegar, like if you cook it down, mm-hmm. you hit it in a really hot pan, you know, like nice and thick and syrupy like that, yeah. where it is, it does get really sweet when you cook it really down like that. So you're saying I should cook it down first and then we do this? I mean, you could. That would change it completely. I was just going to suggest that you could, like, just once you have that drizzle, you can, uh, the syrup, balsamic vinegar syrup, drizzle it over strawberries and things. It's really good. Mm. Makes a nice little condiment. Yeah, I mean, I'm not drinking that again, but it's not terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> it is. It is 100% the definition of fucking terrible. Ugh. Well, thank you. Don't do that at home, kids. Um... What else do we have? Oh, I, my phone. I left my phone at that silly restaurant, and it has I, all the things that I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, Walter I, left his phone at the restaurant. Myself. I also think your scale in your bathroom is broken. It's quite possible. Why? Well, because I waited, I just went to the bathroom, uh-huh. and um, I was 175.7 pounds before I went to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I went to the bathroom, guess how much I weighed. How much? I don't know. Exactly, 175.7 pounds. You tell me, like, I I dropped nothing? Like, there wasn't even, like, a point two. I don't know. I mean, how much, you know... How much does an ounce of urine weigh? Or two? Or an, six? An, an ounce. It was much more, you know, it's like a pint. You had a pint of urine? Probably. What color was it? I'm not having this conversation <laughs> with you. It's already gone too far. Um, well, I'll... T- yeah, I'm not... I'm not... Because I, I shot up from, like... 210 to 217 at one point and then like back down and i mean i guess maybe it's water weight or maybe i was eating too much salty fish and i was just retaining the water i don't know mm, yeah i don't know what it was but i wanted to read this article to you okay. and get your take on it so you're familiar with those metal outdoor restaurant chairs 
they have the holes on the on the butt, uh-huh. and they have going up the middle, and then then around the back, uh, uh-huh. there's the metal. Um, and this an is an article about the chairs. This is an article about chairs. I want to read to you. Riveting, please. Yeah. So um, it's called <laughs> "Dear Restaurants, This Chair Sucks." Ah, by Naomi Tomkey. She's sick of this chair. <clears throat> she is. Welcome to, actually, a safe space for us to share our deeply held but likely unpopular opinions about food and drink. Ah. All right? The chair has been around for decades, but it was in the post-recession period around 2010 that it became... (laughs) Has it been been Multiple decades? I don't know. She's suggesting... She's suggesting it's been around for decades. I don't know. Plural. Yes, that's great. I mean, she might be much older than me, but yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they've had chairs for eons. The chair. Millennia. Well, I think she meant like, oh, in, in capital capital letters, this, this chair. chair. This, yeah, this chair. This the chair. chair. Okay. This, We're calling it the chair. The chair. Yes. Got it. Okay. Um, around 2010, and it became ubiquitous. It's arching metal back, wrapping just barely forward enough to intrude on your hips. The nearly flat seat inviting you to join it, coldly and bracingly. Like Ursula inviting you into her underwater lair. A Little Mermaid <laughs> reference. Yes. That's how you know it's... So she's not older than me. No. Um... <laughs> The naked, naked metal paired well with the Edison bulbs and the exposed rafters of the era. She's not wrong there. Um, as raw wood and vintage-style painting on brick took over decor, everything had to look perfectly minimalist. And the chair, usually in unpainted metal, completed the look. That was pretty much every bar in 2010-12. I don't remember. I mean... I feel like... We had wooden... There's lots of stools. Edison bulbs and all that shit. I don't know. Yeah, the Edison bulb thing is, is tired. <clears throat> It is. Gastropub bullshit, yes. It's tired. Was that a industrial chic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't complete the experience because I don't have to touch the bare light bulbs and there's no danger of a splinter from a ceiling beam. Those were of little consequence, but those chairs, they caused me plenty of pain. Hmm. As a woman of ample size, I thought, as they first started spreading like the wildfire uh, of mild annoyance into restaurants around the country, that I must be just too fat for these chairs. Now, I don't want to fat shame anybody. I used to be a very big guy. I understand. Um, but also... But their experience of the world is very different than yes, everyone else's. And it is. It's and like there saying are... all the seats in the airplane are too small. It's like, right. I mean, are they... And... They make them as small as they possibly can to get as many people on that airplane as possible, right? Sure. Um, it's, but I would only say that you're in a restaurant seat for an hour and a half, maybe. It oh. is not a long... Could you please tell that to everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's I time to leave, I, people. <laughs> I just... Well, I guess what I, I don't... Like, this, this desire for, like, comfort and, and it's like, of course it should be comfortable, but we're here to have a meal. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else is going to be here right after. Like, this is not an all-night affair. Right. Right? I mean, at some point, I'm going to need you to leave. Yeah. And I don't want to make things intentionally uncomfortable for anyone. But and also, also these chairs, mm-hmm. pandemic, outdoor dining, chairs have to last. Yeah. You can't put a wooden chair out in this. You can't yeah. put a wooden chair. You can't have a cushion sun. on it. None of that yeah, shit. Yeah, no cushions are happening. And the, the other thing about cushions, too, is you can't clean them. I mean, like, people are slobs. If you if you people could just keep the food in your mouths for ten minutes, you know? You can't have anything that you need to clean. No. But I silently suffered through another dinner in one of these low-level torture devices. Oh, my God. My rail-thin friend Bill could no longer keep quiet of the horrors on the horrors of the chair. 
From his rant, I realized that everyone found these chairs to be fundamentally terrible. They're cold, they're hard, and they just don't seem to be designed to fit a human body, and certainly not a large one. She's not un she's not wrong, but also like chairs have to be a certain size at a certain point. Like why are you reading this like you're reading to a like a first grade class? Like, I don't know. Like, like okay. you're the guy in the front, like the, the librarian is like, and then I'm trying I I think I'm just trying to recreate or... her outrage. Maybe uh, okay. okay, maybe I To be fair, choosing right. restaurant seating is a tougher <laughs> decision to make than you might imagine. Okay, maybe she understands. Hang on. But before we yeah. destroy her here. Uh, chairs are expensive. They tend to fall apart. Restaurants need a ton of them, and they need to match in the look and feel of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. The chair, the chair, managed to find a niche. Cheap versions of the original French model were plentiful. They stacked. They had no fabric to, to stain or rip, and no wood to warp or twist. They seemed to slide into various restaurants looking fairly uh, looks fairly easily. Great. She gets it. Yeah. Many years before the chair became so widespread the restaurants i worked in used to hold three hour long tastings of the new menu each quarter jesus what restaurant is that each quarter so we're doing that in addition to regular dinner service i don't know maybe she fine dining i don't know three hours that's a long time i mean that's like french laundry shit but that's like every what, a quarter so every three months they have a three hour yeah. meeting i mean uh by the end of the meal i felt cramped crooked and achy Again, I'm three hours. This seems like a mild inconvenience for a three quarter or a three hour dinner. Um, that's because the banquettes are designed for one hour meals. She gets it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the problem is. My boss explained. Oh, to keep the tables turning, they had to make sure people wouldn't be comfortable for too long. Ah, this is true. Okay, that a time period good. and bench angle that varied from restaurant to restaurant. Certain chairs and benches indicated how long the restaurateur expected the meal to take. Thus, I now assume the restaurateurs who furnish their spots with the chair must simply not want me to sit down at all. They are uncomfortable from minute one. Do you feel that way? Mm. Let me see the chair she's talking about. You have a picture of this little... It's this one. Hoodlum. It's the metal one. You see, we have the... They have met at the place I work at. Do they? That's what we have. For huh. all of our chairs, Where? we have cushions on the one inside, mm-hmm. but on the outside we can't. That we need, right? So, so no, I wouldn't say that it's from minute one. I mean, yeah, I didn't think about it. I've eaten there, yeah, and I didn't think about it. No, never even occurred to me. My mom is a larger woman, and she sat there with me, and it it didn't come up once. Well. I mean, you're not trying to sell an article. No. Right. You've got to get some outrage out of here. <laughs> the chair is cheap, but at what cost? Mm. The human cost, Walter. Her um, comfort? I don't know. Sometimes it might be the cost of customers like me avoiding the restaurant. Other times it might be the cost of staying really? for dessert or drinks. You're going to walk into a restaurant, look at the chair, and be like, nope. <laughs> mm. Honey, get the car. Get not, the car. We're not staying here. That's why you need to take a credit card for the reservations and charge them if they don't. Um, I agree completely. And any easy answer to its fitting the decor has long been lost to the overwhelming sameness with which it marks a restaurant. Restaurants have tried to find a way around the sameness. In the years since The Chair first took over as restaurant seating of choice, 
It's gone through a few iterations. First, painted versions of it matched every Instagram-friendly color scheme and quirky patterned wallpapers. Coffee shops. That's yeah. where I've seen this chair. <laughs> then restaurants bought the stool version of it, uh, a much less bad version, but the worst was yet to come. Nothing is less comfortable than the bar height version of the chair. A low-backed version that comes with all the disadvantages of the original, plus has nothing to lean back on and nowhere to put your feet. She's got a point. I mean, it's not a great bar stool, but also... But it has the bar on the bottom for your feet. It does. It does. I don't yes. like I don't like having a partial back. I don't think I've ever seen one. There's some place that I went that it had a, like a low back, mm-hmm. which is worse than having... No like, back. No back. You know, it's like, yeah. just take away the back. Like... Um, it makes me wonder if these restaurateurs ever sat an hour in their customers' seats. I can't imagine that the message they're hoping to send is, we're unoriginal and we don't care about your comfort. For now, all we can do is hope that the era of the minimalist trend ends soon and we can return to the opulent days of overstuffed banquettes, leather bar stools, and those wooden chairs that come with the butt groove already sanded into them. Yeah. And Oh, wow. So, I think it's a bit much. Those leather a... bar stools at the like thirteen coins uh-huh. are pretty great. Yeah, the one, the swivel ones with the backs all the mm-hmm. way up uh, over your head. Yeah, I mean they're pretty great, but I mean, how how do you afford that if you don't already have it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what are the margins like in a restaurant, Walter? <laughs> well, profit margins. If you don't have a bar, they could be pretty thin. But I mean, yeah, it's like the beverages is where they make their money. Not on the food. Not usually markup on food because you're paying your chefs quite a bit. And they're there for hours. You know, before the restaurant's even open, you've already paid your chef. You've already paid six guys to right. chop all these vegetables, break down these, you know, if you're if you're wise, then you buy like the whole animal, right? You buy as much as you can that's mm-hmm. not processed because that's going to be cheaper. So then you're going to do all that work yourself. But then you're paying the labor of your, your guys, your team. To, you know, if you buy pre-chopped lettuce, it's going to be more expensive than if you just bought a head of lettuce, right? Yeah. So then somebody's got to chop that up, clean it, you know, break it down. And you have to use it that day. So you have to do that every day. Now, yeah. So you're, you're seeing your money fly out the window, right? So how do you get that back? You buy uh, an $18 bottle of wine and you sell it for 80 Right. Right. Or you buy a bottle of liquor for $20 and you sell it at, you know, how many shots are in there? 16? Something like that. About 16, 17 shots at. If your bartenders aren't stealing from you, yes. Right. 12 bucks <laughs> a shot, you know, for. So you're making. That's that's where you're making your money is in, the, is in the drinks. So you're hoping that your food is going to be good enough to inspire people to drink. And also, but the chair. I don't think the chair is a problem. Nobody wants you to stay. We don't want anyone to stay anywhere. We really don't. No. That's why, like, in my house, I don't even have a sofa. Guests come, we can sit around the table and have a meal, and you can leave. I agree. If I want you to stay and sleep, you can get into the bed with me. Otherwise, you leave. Like, that's... That's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I... I... I want, yeah, I want you to stay for as long as this meal. I don't want you to be miserable, but no. also it's just a chair. Nobody's miserable. Nobody's, nobody's. And it's, it just seems, it seems hyperbolic. Mm-hmm. And it seems Sounds like, like she whining. Needs a drink. It does. 
maybe if she had a glass of wine, the chair wouldn't bother her so much. That's true. And I'm I'm just like, I don't know. It just the the article kind of bothered me yeah. a little bit, and I was why. a little frustrated. And I was like, come on, like just get the fuck over it. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm not un. Like I want you to have a good time, but right. also you need to leave. Mm-hmm. Like I love when people have overstayed their welcome and it's time to tell them to leave. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just say I'll volunteer for it. Do you want me to go get them up? Yeah, I'll be happy to get them up. And I'm never rude. No, but you don't like, need to be, but yeah. But there's there's also this thing that happens where people either show up late mm-hmm. or there'll be a walk in, mm-hmm. and they will be told that they need to be out at seven fifteen. Mm-hmm. And so like the host will come tell me. Uh, John, just so you know, the guests have been told they need to be out by 7.15. I was like, great, they're not going to listen to that. Yeah. They don't care. They don't care. They've got the table. That's all they wanted. They don't give a shit at all. Mm-mm. They'll say they'll lie, cheat, and steal to get into that table. Exactly. Yeah. They they are liars, cheaters, and thieves. Yes, every one of them. <laughs> and so I'm like, great. Well, what? why did you do that to me? Now, now I... But I just... I don't know about you, but when it comes time... Mm-hmm. Um, and even before it's time, I begin to clear. Mm-hmm. And I don't clear all at once because no, no, I no. could. Yeah, no. One but I take thing. one thing at a time and I mm-hmm. come back and I take one more thing and I say, oh, may I get these out of your way? Mm-hmm. And then I take one more thing and I come back again. May I get this out of your way? Until there's literally like one empty water glass in front of yes. four people. You just have to interrupt them repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And they want they want to ignore you. They want to pretend like they can ignore you. They want to pretend like we're going to have our conversation and not acknowledge you at the table so that we can just stay here forever but if you interrupt them like hi i'm just gonna reach in and take this glass from in front of you you know walk away and then you know what i'm gonna come back two minutes later i'm gonna do it again Mm -hmm. and and we're gonna lock eyes like you're gonna you're going to acknowledge me at some point that's what's happening yes you gotta make sure yes oh are we the last ones in the restaurant i usually look around i'm like well i'm still here (laughs) i'm still here But, you know, and then little by little, and then finally when it's time, because there's other guests, it's like, I'm terribly sorry, folks. Would you like to finish this conversation outside on the in bench? The um, I have some, well, <laughs> yeah. or in the rain, I have some guests who are waiting for the table. Mm-hmm. Like, and if that means that the chairs are a little uncomfortable, because you now were, you were given an hour and 45 minutes. You showed up 25 minutes late. That was on you. That was on you. Yeah. Getting rid of like, this vinegar nonsense. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, our average guest experience is about three and a half hours. Could be longer. Yours is a little different. I don't know what the chair situation is like at your place. They're pretty comfortable. Right. And they should be for three and a half hours. Right. I agree. But for a standard dinner... Yeah, we don't flip tables. Like, right. It's just one seating and... Oh yeah, we still get people that just do not want to go. It's like, dude, you like they'll get there at six, and then by ten forty-five, we're like, really? <laughs> like, what, what? I can't think of anywhere I want to be for five hours. Like, you have people there for five hours? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I guess if you got enough wine. Yeah, I mean that's the thing too. Is like eventually that goes away. You take everything away, and then they're just sitting there, and then you put all the you know, there's no more wine. It's done. You've taken away their food. They're just sitting in the dark. By themselves with a candle, <laughs> you know. The music's still on usually. When do you turn that off? Well, we when we leave usually. Okay. It's just yeah, <clears throat> because we'll let we never ask anybody to leave. It's no. Just like, 
Oh, we haven't yet. I don't know. I don't know if Larry would ever have to do that, but well, I mean, at some point, we had a we had a whole situation with a hat. Oh yeah, we had a this guy came in. He's a friend of people. He knew some of the people that worked with me, so they were Which like, "Which is already disappointing that this happened." But go ahead. Right? Yeah. I mean, he should know better. I mean, you should never go to a nice restaurant with sandals, you know, flip flops, cargo shorts, uh, hoodies, or hats. Don't don't sit in a dining room across from people with a hat on. It's so rude. And um, anyway, so he was asked, you know, when he first sat down, "Can we hang your hat up for you?" And he kind of laughed it off or whatever. And then the next person came by and was just like, "Oh hey, oh hey, you know, buddy." I'm not gonna say his name, but. Right. Like, um, did you want me to hang up your hat for you? And he kind of like laughed, and they're like, "Oh, or put it in the fire, ha ha ha," you know, which I think was a mistake, making it that jovial. Anyway, and then Larry went by and was like, "So, you know, should I hang this hat up for you, or you know, whatever?" And he said something about he was gonna take it off his head after the first amused course went down or something. He was gonna like just be like, "Let me uh, get this for you," just you know, because they knew him, right? Mm Hmm. But he didn't. I don't know if he forgot or just got distracted or what was going on. But So I went out there and was like, so um, would you like me to hang up the hat for you or did you did you want to hang it up inside? Like, you know, like a little kid. It's like, so you talk to children, yes. Do you want this sock or this sock? You don't say, you want to go put on your socks now because the answer is no and they're going to go have a tantrum, right? But you said, you want to put on this sock or this sock? You give them a little choice. And then they think that they're having a decision. So, so you asked him? Yes, and he was like, he like looked over, I think, at his wife, the woman that he was with, and he was like, oh, are, are you serious? And I was like, yes, I, I'm absolutely willing to hang it up for you, unless you want to do it. <laughs> and he took Fucking it off. smart ass. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just trying to be polite. So what you're saying is you will hang up my hat if I come to dinner there for you? If you, yeah. If you. If I spend of, fucking $300 for a plate of food? Yeah, I will hang your hat up for you. Perfect. Will you take my coat? Oh, absolutely. We have yeah. a, we have numbers on the, on oh, the whole thing. Great. We are we are well situated to hang things up for our guests. Absolutely. That's great. It's My umbrella. Stars. Yep. Umbrellas, hats, scarves. We had a lady abscond with somebody else's umbrella though. Like last rainy season, mm-hmm. they all came in with their umbrellas, and then she didn't. And I remember because she was when they came in, she said something about it being in the car. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's not an ideal place for it, but, you know, you're already here. Come on in, you know, and we sat them, and then at the end of the meal, she was like, oh, wait, I think that's mine, and she, like, grabbed somebody's umbrella and just left with it. I was like, Phew. what am I going to chase her down and be like, get back here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Thieves, liars, all of them. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, it's just... Hoodlums. It's just, the world's full of hoodlums. I try to, I try to do my best, Walter. I put on my... Happy face. Yep. I say I have all this amazing food and drink to share with you. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is get with the program, mm-hmm. and I will take care of the rest. Yep. I had a horrible night the other night. Oh, no. Somehow, in my section of tables, <laughs> I had every single problem customer. Nobody else had a bad night that night. Oh, really? You just got all of them? All of them. Uh, Nobody, they didn't want to sit there because one, and there's a door that right. blocks it, but they're, no, that's by the bathroom. Uh, it's too hot in here. Um, people couldn't tell me like, would you like me to box this up? Yeah, 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 go box. No, 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 I'm going to finish it. And then they'd sit in front of cold noodles. Mm-hmm. Then nobody touched these things. There was, um, 
what else? There was there was a very very drunk old woman and her I guess her daughter, and they were very drunk and they were talking in that sort of high baby voice, mm. and it was just really weird. And she's like, "You must love working here." And I said, "Sometimes, ma'am. Sometimes, <laughs> ma'am." <clears throat> well, it was just mm-hmm. it was just a nightmare. Yeah, it was a mess, and like I couldn't. The I tried to. I guess these people were okay with it, but when you order a steak mm. of any doneness, but you do not order a appetizer, mm-hmm. that steak, because they start that steak as soon as the appetizer is, right? Right. Steak on back, is that what they call it? Or walking in? Chicken walking? Or steak walking, walking in? in? Yeah. Walking in? Okay, that's what it is. Fire, fire steak? So you have to start it, mm-hmm. because while they're having their salad, that steak is still cooking, so that when the steak course is ready to go they haven't felt like they've waited 20 minutes for their steak right but no no we don't want to start with anything well it's going to be a while right then you're going to sit here while we cook a steak (laughs) yeah it's not magic my friend (laughs) so then they're like where's my steak and you're like well it's cooking it's cooking it'll be here yeah not shortly but it'll be here one of the things i used to say um at the fairmont is i would say uh is it my time machine is broken? I would say, uh, sorry, I'm terribly sorry the chefs aren't able to bend the fabric of space and time. Yes. Uh, but your steak will be prepared to perfection <clears throat> right. as soon as it's able. We still have to follow the rules of thermodynamics, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, and so it was just this, this and I mean, you do your best to kind of not, it's not personal, mm-hmm. But I'm well, just that's like, why I would, I've had that's a why I would say that thing about fabric of space and time because I'm right. just letting you're really painting a picture in, in a friendly kind of funny way. Like you're being absurd. Like yeah. let me let me reflect on let, shall we reflect on how absurd you're being right now? You're asking me to literally bend the fabric of space and time. Doesn't that sound silly to you? It does, doesn't it? So allow we, shall we just sit and have a drink then? Excellent. Right. Yes. Keep your hands and arms and legs inside the trim at all times. Right. Yeah. Buckle yeah. your seatbelts. Wear a helmet. Tie your shoes. Yeah, it was just every it was every special request I could get. And can you do a half order of this? Oh fuck! And then it was at one point these ladies had four ramekins because they needed. Well, we need the butter, and then we need the salt, and then we need this, and we can we get a little more of this? And I'm just like, just tell me all the things you need now. It was just one of those nights. Yeah. And so the chairs couldn't have been uncomfortable enough for these people. I wish they were. Mm, I, see where, I see where you're going. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but um, I feel a little flushed. I think it was that balsamic vinegar. Oh yeah. Or is it? I know it's just warm in here. I don't know. <laughs> but it I is feel warm a little here, flushed. Sure. Um, I think if anybody ever asks me for salt, I'll just start to take their plate away and say, "I'm terribly sorry." I'll tell the chef <laughs> that you said that they screwed up their food. Yes, that I'll just tell the chef that this is unacceptable. I'll yeah. have them re- re-season your food for you. <laughs> Now get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you gotta tell the terribly sorry. I'll let the chef sorry. know. I'll let the chef know. Yeah. That he has failed you. <clears throat> and me. All of us really. Oh my god. Um Drink some uh, water. You're yeah. looking a little red. I just I don't know what it was. I mean it's warm in here, but it, it was the balsamic vinegar, wasn't it? Probably. You know, how much of that did you drink? I don't know, just like six ounces? I spat mine out. Ugh. No, I didn't drink that much. But Anyhow, um, yeah, I think that's that's it for today. Yeah, is there more? I don't know. I don't know. I left I left my phone with all my notes. Well, damn it. Good thing we'll be back next week. Are we? Will we? We will. I think so. Uh, Um, Next week, 
What's the date? The end of June. End of June. So next week, what today's? That'd be the twenty seventh. Yeah. Okay. Are you leaving? Uh, July. What are you doing? Fourth of July. I'm going on. I'm going on a trip. <laughs> you just want to leave it at that. Yep. Okay. You got All right. it. All right. We'll leave it at that. And uh, but we'll see you before the fourth of July. Okay. Good. All right. All right. How's that song go again? The one? Shoe fly pie, an apple pan downy makes my eyes light up and my tummy say howdy. Shoe fly pie, an apple pan downy, never it's get John. enough of that wonderful stuff. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh, Johnny.